0: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus four four one two seven three seven three three four three three, 1273 or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact, or you can talk to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be more than happy to help. Now today I'm joined by Ian Cleary, founder of Razor Social and Outreach Plus. Ian, how are you?
1: I am brilliant. Uh, thank you very much for having me here today.
0: It's a it's a pleasure. And uh, where are you geographically uh, situated at the moment? I am situated.
1: I'm actually in the office at the end of a garden in uh, Dublin. So I've Dublin. been based in Dublin. I do a good bit of traveling. A lot of it to the states, but uh, generally, I'm if I'm not traveling on a plane or anything, I'm here in
0: at the end of my garden. Fantastic. And what's the weather doing in Dublin? Because it's been a bit overcast here today. We've had some really nice sunny weather. And I think you have as well, haven't you? But it's been really overcast today.
1: Yeah, no, we've had rain, rain most of the day today. But we had like six or seven weeks of sunshine, yeah. which is like really unusual to get nice weather during the summer in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. So yeah. it's funny, there's a touristy destination in Ireland. We called it the Wild Atlantic Way, which I think is a brilliant name yeah. because nobody can say, when there's no sunshine there, nobody can say, well...
0: You know, I I expected
1: sunshine, you know, so, uh, but yeah, Ireland gets a lot of
0: rain. Well, the trouble is it's the first bit of rock that all those Atlantic winds hit, isn't it? When it comes off, all that wet air comes off the Atlantic. Oh, look, land, let's dump. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same with Wales and bits of Cornwall. (laughs) It's the first yeah, bit of rock they exactly. see for like tens of thousands of miles. Anyway, um, a, a less of the meteorological um, information. Let's talk about internet marketing. Um, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and tell us a bit about Razor Social, Outreach plus what have you been up to?
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, going back, I, I spent about 15 years in technology, so I worked in various software companies. And then I got to a stage of just being fed up in a corporate environment and I left and I said, right, I'm going to start a product that fails miserably and I had no idea and I want to do something international. So I was interested in social media. I had a look around the world at the top 100 influencers in social media. Most of them in the US and I analyzed all their content and it's extremely competitive industry. So if you want to break out, you know, and get known in the industry, I had to be something different. So they had you know wrote about tools every so often and technology, but they didn't have technology backgrounds. So I had an advantage there. So I started the blog, initially focused on social media tools and then evolved into more content marketing, which I, I like there's always a tech angle to my content. Mm. So just picking that niche, being our niche or niche, depending on where you're from, picking that helped stand out. So that's our, our challenge, you know, with content marketing is how do you stand out? Mm. And that the, the blog grew rapidly within six months. We won the industry award as one of the top social media blogs. And the second the end of second year is generating 100,000 visitors a month to the site. And then I got speaking events in the back of that. And then I got consultancy projects and an online training. And it was all based on that blog. And, you know, I like I say, I work from the office here, but built a business and, built, done, uh, you know, training with global brands and spoke in front of thousands of people. And it was really true content, you know, it was like a combination of content, really good content, having a niche. So I stood out, I was a little bit different. And myself being Irish means a little bit different because they like Irish people speaking or UK people speaking, you know, at American conferences. Yeah. And then I focused on the relationships. I had to build relationships with the key influencers So as that grew and developed, then a few years later, I thought, well, that's going and it's generating me money and I have a bit of spare time. Uh, Why don't I build a software product? And that's where Outreach Plus came in. Uh, I mean, I'm not a developer, but I I know how to manage, run projects and I'm good with technology. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of outreach, you know, to promote Razor Social because me sitting here in my office writing content was never going to do enough. So I had to reach out to people. And I was good at coming up with good emails and connecting with people in advance and building the relationships. And then I thought, well, I you know, I didn't really have a good tool for that. So I built a, an email outreach tool, which helps you to, you know, automate, speed up all that process of sending those emails. So it's like instead of me going to Gmail and composing one email and then going on to the next one, I can create like 50 emails. And then I can mm. I, I can I can do final personalization on it if I want, and then I send it. it the, our tool connects with a Gmail client or Outlook client, so it's a, like it just a personal email going from one to one. So, I did that to help with our outbound marketing, and it just happens. Customers like it as well, so they've started using it.
0: Well, because what, what I want to talk to you about in this uh, show is specifically the the sort of. Um, well, the but no, the the blurry line or or the verses inbound versus outbound. But before we go on to that, you did talk about uh, you mentioned content marketing uh, in your success story there. What's what's Ian's formula for success with uh, content marketing? I know it's a very generic question, but what's your sort of general approach with for successful content marketing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I you know I'm very familiar with this now. Just launching Outreach Plus a while back, you know I. I start off and I I, I identify who are the key influencers within the industry. And when you don't have an audience for, you you know, a new site, you try to involve the influencers in that content. Mm. And that could be through podcasting or through expert posts or you do a, a research report and involve the influencers. And that gets some attention and awareness and helps drive initial traffic. Because when you start off a site as well as so you're, you're going, well, I need to build authority for that site. I need to get links in from external sites. And that takes a while. But I'd sit down and do all my keyword research and I've listed out all the content I need to write for the next year because I'm not randomly writing this content. I'm being very strategic about, you know, what are the keywords and topics that I want to rank for? Mm. What do I want to become known for? So I'm planning all that out in front so I'm writing, you know, articles that are very detailed and I look to make those articles better than any article on the web. So, you know, I haven't done that many posts, but some of the posts are like four or five thousand words because I, I look and go, well, if I want to rank for finding influencers, for example, that's going to be challenging. So I'll have to write a really detailed article and have an infographic in there and I have a framework step-by-step framework for measuring influence in there. So I build out all that content and then I do a lot of reaching out and promoting that content. Eventually then people start getting to know the brand and the name and the quality of the content. You'll start getting naturally, you'll start getting links to your content as well. Mm. But in the short term, you need to put the work in. So it's really about, you know, good research up front, understand your competitive environment you're in understand the topics you're targeting create really really good content target around those topics and uh, then it's r- reaching out and finding those influencers building relationships with those influencers building your brand building up your social media you know profile and then you start driving traffic so you start a combination of direct traffic google traffic and also building your email list mm. and now 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 you've got a flow of people coming in and that starts growing and then it gets easier over time.
0: Mm. So it's a really thorough approach, isn't it? So it's, 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 the, these sound like quite large, uh, longish sort of blog posts. And it's not yeah. just that, is it? It's the, it's the following up and the, the, I suppose I would call it outreach. You could call it out, outbound marketing. I, I wanted to uh, ask you about Outreach Plus, which is the software products that you decided to build um, just, wondering just uh, I know you already alluded to this but just in a bit more detail why did you decide uh, to build a software product?
1: yeah I sw- well I had 15 years in in software companies so I used to my last job was uh, running development for a CRM company. so I know how to project manage a, a project I know how to manage a development team and a testing team and a support team mm. and then of all this then I just drifted into marketing. And uh, so I have unusual skills. If I was looking for a job, I could say, hey, do you want me to run your marketing or run your development, Mm. which is which is odd, you know? Uh, So I had the technical background, the marketing background. I wanted scalable, uh, a scalable business with recurring income. So, you know, typical consultancy. I've done some online training and stuff, but we always drift around to working with some clients. You work with some clients. Everything's going great. and Loads of money's coming in. And then there's a gap for a couple of months. And then you. You're looking for more business and it's constant. I know that one yeah yeah we, <laughs> all be, we don't dare so I think we all have the dream of getting out so the from the software side of things it's actually a lot harder in the short term because you're building recurring income but you're not getting you it might be like twenty dollars a month when somebody signs up hmm. so it's very slow to get going and you have to the first year and a half or two years is real pain because you're spending more than you're generating. Mm. And then when starts kicking in, the recurring revenue starts building and growing, and then you've got business that you can actually sell. I just, I find it difficult to sell Razor Social, but the software product I have, you know, already there's a value to it. It's not a huge value, but there already there's a value. Mm. Why keep on building recurring income? Every time I'm building that recurring income, I'm building the value of that company, and I, I'll sell it at some stage in the future.
0: Mm and just describe it describe what it does because it's uh, i'm not 100 percent clear it's email based isn't it
1: yeah so yeah when, you, when you're using an email marketing tool you're sending one email to a thousand people exact same email not really personalized might be just your first name or something like that now but when you, you want to reach out to a group of people say for example you have a post and you want to reach out to to uh you do a research report mm. and you find out that that 50 different organizations or blogs wrote about this similar search report that somebody else did. So what you do is you build a list of those 50 people with their emails and maybe their who they are and maybe details of the, their last blog post they wrote. You import that into Outreach Plus and then you create a series of emails and you can use any of that information, personal information in the emails.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I would create the first email which would go, hey, John, you wrote about this post. Here's a link to this article. I know you write for this website, it, you know, and all that is the personalization. You send up for first email, and then you can send a second email. If they don't respond to the first one, then we'll automatically send a second one, and then we'll send a third one if they don't respond, and then we'll stop at that stage. So you'll build these emails. Then you'll click a button and say, right, I want to send them off, and the queue is created. And then what we do is connect to Gmail client, and it's basically just like, uh, you know, sending a personal email from to somebody, you know. Yes. And then when it comes back in, then you have an inbox that you can filter based on the different type of campaigns you are running and you can process everything, respond to everything. And then you you build up a list of people you've reached out with before and you can in the future then go, hey, show me everybody that said they were interested in the last campaign. Oh, well, let's reach out to them once again. So you you're just organising all that outreach rather than using a Gmail client and an Excel spreadsheet. That's all we're, we're replacing.
0: Yeah, sure. Now, just like to have a chat about um, inbound marketing versus outbound marketing. And I know that uh, some people get slightly confused, actually, don't they, what the two terms means. Let's start, yeah, that's, a good, that's a good thing to do. Let's just start off with a quick definition from you of what inbound and outbound is, in your, in your opinion.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's hard to, yeah, inbound and outbound work together anyway. So you people say, I'm an inbound marketer or I'm an outbound, and it's not that clear. There's They overlap a lot. But inbound is really going, oh, you, you know, you have a website and people find you on Google, come to your website, sign up to your email list or buy your product and service, and that's the perfect world. You know, we love inbound. It's great, free traffic from Google get loads of business, but it's not that easy. It's hard to get that inbound traffic. And when you do get it, a lot of the traffic is not relevant traffic there. It's it's not as targeted as you want. So a lot of that is wasted traffic. We love talking about big traffic numbers, but it's not the traffic. It's the action people take when they come. Outbound is where you're reaching out. So you're being more proactive about your marketing. You might reach out to a group of people rather than waiting for traffic. You reach out. I reach out to you guys and say, Hey, you know, I see you do outbound marketing. Uh, do you have a good tool in place or is that like can help in that area? And then I get into a conversation. So, uh, because like if you heard about outreach plus because this conversation, you know, I want you to know about it. So maybe I'll reach out to you and let you know about it. But what I'm trying to do is start a conversation with you. Yeah. So your outbound marketing is reaching out. So what's type of outbound marketing? One is email outreach. So reaching out via email. I don't talk about any of the offline stuff like phone calls or any of that, you know, (laughs) I only talk about the online outbound. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook ads is outbound marketing. You're you know, identifying a target audience and you're presenting an ad in front of people, you know, so that's outbound marketing. So, you know, so that's it's online ways of reaching out to that particular audience.
0: Yeah. want well, to have a quick chat about social media as well because, I mean, that fits into the whole picture. Um, and I'm aware that social media has changed quite a lot in the last couple of years and it's certainly... Well, there have certainly been some kerfuffles in recent months, haven't they, of social media? How do you see social media these days?
1: I suppose the, I mean, if you look at things like a Facebook business page, I mean, a Facebook business page are pretty much dead, you know, and people are building up all these fans. And the reach is going down to 2%, 1%, soon to be 0%. So you have to pay, which is using outbound marketing and paying and attracting the audience. So... The days of building up a lot of fans on Facebook page and driving lots of traffic to your website is gone because Facebook do not want people to leave Facebook. Mm. So if they're go- if you're going to leave Facebook, they want money off you, you know, to send people. But that doesn't mean to say that social media is not important. It's extremely important. It's just things are changing how people interact on social. Mm. For example, you know, I have a Facebook page. I have one because you know. You you know, when you're running ads, you need to have a Facebook page, but I'm going to set up a Facebook group uh, about email outbound marketing. And I'm going to attract in an audience that are interested in this. And with a Facebook group, it's all about discussion and interaction. It's not like broadcasting. So broadcasting your message over Twitter and Facebook is gone. But now we're looking at building more communities and more interaction with smaller communities. Mm. So look to see how you can attract that community and get engagement going. It's not about the number of fans or followers. It's how engaged that community is and how relevant it is to your products and services. That's one way we talk about dark social. Dark social is just, you know, we have these private Facebook groups and and, and nobody from the outside can get access to them unless they're a member. Mm. So all these conversations are going on behind doors. So that's a challenge. So you need to be part of these groups. So you need to be more social. So you get invited to these groups. You need to create your own groups. So in the end of it, the people that are more social will actually do better. I was one thing I'd say about social as well is don't just think of Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google Plus. Think about you have this audience you want to attract and you want to interact and you want to get into conversation with. What ways can you get into conversation with that? I'll give an example. You know, um, you go to a website and there's a chat facility there. Now, a lot of times there's some sort of you know automated question-answer, but then if you get beyond that, you might want to chat to somebody. Yeah, I just read an article there about Drift that provides this technology, and it was about a company that generated over a million dollars in sales by interactive chat. Mm. That's that's a social environment. Now you're being social with potential customers. And I think everybody's going to have chat on the website because people are getting used to going to the site and expecting, I want these answers now. Yeah. So that that's that's an interactive way of chatting. So that's a social environment as well. So don't think purely the, the, the Facebook, Twitter, and build a page and get fans. Think about how can I get that community together and how can I get people to interact in a social type setting.
0: Yeah, interesting. I mean, that, the whole thrust of this conversation actually is... is Underline the importance, especially these days, of 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 proper human interaction and tailoring messages to smaller groups of people. Would you say that's about right? Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: And and looking at who is influential in your industry and start, you know, I I you know interact with them online. I wrote guest content on their blog posts. Uh, I go to events and meet them as well. So you know, think of offline and online as well. It's not all just online. You know, if we meet for a cup of coffee in an the event, and we're gonna we're gonna have a a tighter relationship than a Skype call. You, you know, it's just natural. So you, meeting people is important as well. But yeah, it's social is is extremely important. Relationships is important for content marketing, for inbound, for outbound. It's it's
0: really important. Mm. I'm going to invent a new term, carbon to carbon, as opposed to digital. <laughs> so, um, let's think about our listener. So, um, all of our dedicated listeners listening to the show today, if you would have one specific, I don't know, takeaway or message for them today, what would it be and...
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, the content marketing is hugely important, but you have to have high quality content. Mm. So look at what your competitors are doing and what's coming up in search and only deliver content that's, uh, first of all, it has a slightly different angle. So it's not like, you know, if it's 10 tools to do X and you do 11 tools to do X, that's not going to do it. It has to be better and come up with a different, unique angle. Uh, build super high-quality content, write less but higher-quality content, and do promotion of that content. Invest more time and money into promoting that content.
0: Well, Ian Cleary, thank you so much for coming on today. How can our listeners find out more about you and uh, Razor Social and, of course, Outreach Plus? Cool. Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm delighted to be on it. I've been a follower of site visibility
1: for a long time. But you know, go to razorsocial.com, outreachplus.com, uh, or, you know, at Ian Cleary on Twitter.
0: And just for clarification, uh, Cleary is spelt uh, C-L-E-A-R-Y. R-Y, that's, that's right, it. yes. Got it right. Can't quite read yeah. my own notes then. <laughs> well, thank you very, thank you very much, um, Ian. And thanks to our listeners for listening. The show notes are on the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash And please leave us a review with as many or as few stars as you like hopefully many uh, because that really helps us to get uh, the message out there you can review us on itunes or your favorite itunes app Um, if you want to communicate with us with a question or questions or suggestions the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. you can tweet at site visibility we also have a site visibility group on linkedin So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Ian. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Ian. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. This is Acast Recommends. Every week we pick one of our favorite shows, and this is one we think you're going to love. How are they gonna get paid? Feeling emoji shrug about your money situation, but know you need to get it together. Get Money is a personal finance podcast for anyone who is done with confusing and boring AF financial advice. Does that mean friends just text you questions about money all the time, just Constantly. for some free advice, all day, every day? What's the most common question you get asked? Does this look infected? My money. My money. <laughs> money. My money. Let Get Money Podcast help you get your finances together. ACAST is home to the
1: biggest podcast from the U.S. and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds
0: more now via ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts.